Welcome to the Lake Mac Way, where we spend some time with the people who make our city a great place to live and work. Imagine a routine task that you do every day at work. You can nearly do it blindfolded. Jared Hamilton had many of them. He's a senior vegetation maintenance officer with Lake Mac City Works. And one day, not so long ago, he was removing a tarp from a truck, something he would have done dozens, hundreds, maybe even thousands of times since he joined the council more than 15 years ago. And even when it went surprisingly wrong that day and he twisted his ankle, Jared could not possibly have foreseen that would be a life-changing event. It was, and we all have something to learn from what happened that day. Jared, welcome to the Lake Mac Way. Thanks, Aaron. Take us to the back of the truck that day, what, seven, eight months ago? Yeah, yeah. We were located at Cardiff on a main road. What a busy intersection. Uh, I was working with a trainee we had through our ETE program through Lake Macquarie Council. And we were doing some works on the side of a road, um, removing a, a tree that was causing a hazard, cut the tree down and cleared the area, loaded everything onto the truck. And one of our last uh, steps in our, in our role is to load everything onto the truck to clean the area and place the tarp back over the truck. And as I've put, put the tarp on, on one side of the truck, I've tied part of the tarp down and moved to the left side and just stepped to the left as I've done do a thousand times a day, just stepped on my left foot and just went straight over on it, twisted my ankle. You know, it was a, a bit of pain straight away, but I didn't realise, you know, the extent of the damage at the time. You know, it was quite a shock that it just happened so quickly and I thought, yeah, that hurt a little bit. And tried to pack all the signs and cones up and close down our traffic control plan and, and try and get off that intersection as it was quite busy. Got in the truck and went to move the truck and... Yeah, since I uh, put my foot on the clutch, I knew uh, something was pretty ordinary and uh, not right about my ankle and didn't get far up the road, had to pull over and um, call for help and, yeah, it was downhill from there. So did you take your boot off in the truck? Yeah, when I did pull over uh, and I realised, you know, this is more than just a little bit of pain, it's probably something more serious. Pulled over in a safe location, started to undo my boot and I struggled a bit to get the boot off. Once I got it off, I could see uh, there was instant swelling, like a, a massive lump on the side of my uh, ankle. It looked like half a tennis ball. And over the next couple of weeks, it just ballooned out and went to twice the size of my normal foot. What was the official diagnosis from the doctors? It was a full tear of the ATFL ligament and a partial tear of another ligament running through the ankle. Quite painful. You know, with the nature of the injury uh, being on your foot, it, it makes it so much harder to, you know, to heal and to get around and you know all your weight's going on your ankle and really give that chance to heal. You really need to be sitting up and it's just a, a real big shock. To be clear, even though it did so much damage, it's really just a really bad roll of the ankle, right? That's what happened that afternoon. That's correct. Yeah, it was. People do it all the time and, you know, it doesn't turn out to be that serious. Unfortunately, in this case, it had a quite a, a big impact, only now getting back to my full duties. Let's walk through that process then. You go to the hospital, the doctor says it's bad. Obviously, you're in no position to be out doing vegetation maintenance. But at this stage, 
you had every reason to believe that it would recover relatively normally. You'd be back to your best in due course, right? Yeah, initial diagnosis from uh, the hospital was, you know, a bad sprain a few weeks. Then I went to my doctor who assessed my ankle and was surprised at the amount of swelling still located around the area and sent me for a MRI scan and that's where they picked up the length of the damage that was involved. So you get to go home, sit on the lounge. I realise you have a child and other responsibilities, but pretty much at that point, you thought you'd roll with the punches, get back on your feet, literally and figuratively, and be back into it. But it wasn't quite that simple. No, that's right. I um, I did assume it would only be a couple of weeks' time for recovery. Had that first week off, I felt like I could go back to work on restricted duties, not out in the field, but to, to help out in the office. Uh, at that point, we hadn't got the results of the MRI scan back, and I went to work for a day. And by the end of the day, uh, I got home. It, it wasn't a lot of pain or anything, but when I took my uh, my moon boot off and my strapping, my, my swelling had just uh, ballooned down again, and the colour in my foot had turned to a, a bluey-green colour, I uh, went back to my doctor and he said, yeah, you can't be at work. Met with a specialist. I was looking at up to 12 months rehabilitation process. I went to physio, uh, made some pretty good progress, but it, it wasn't enough to keep me away from surgery. Uh, I started to enter back into the office, helping out in that area, which I actually enjoyed. It was gave me a different insight into different areas of how we work as an organisation, which was very insightful and a nice change. Yeah, and just to see what other people deal with with their day to day tasks. Decided to come back out in the field a couple of weeks ago, and now at the point where I'm back at full duties, I still haven't got back anywhere near the movement I once had. It's quite stable. That's the physical journey that you've undertaken, and I guess that continues. But in some ways, the mental journey this took you on was more surprising. Can you speak to what happened as those months unfolded and the bad news kept coming? Sure. I'd actually planned a holiday. Uh, My best friend uh, lives up in Queensland, and my daughter is the same age as his daughter. Uh, We grew up together. Our daughters have uh, grown up together. Uh, But a a couple of years ago, we moved to Queensland and we booked uh, a holiday to go up and um, spend some time with him and his family. We'd been looking forward to that for some time. That's the first thing I thought of. Um, You know, I knew how much my daughter was looking forward to it. And um, as I said, we've been planning for quite a while. In that moment, I just thought, I'm going to let my daughter down um, and my friend, his children. And because at that, that time, like I, I sort of realised that something was actually really wrong. It wasn't something that's just little ache or pain uh, that's going to go away really quickly and uh, I'm going to stop the holiday for the foreseeable future because I didn't know the extent of the injury. I just knew, you know, it didn't feel right. So just getting my mind how I was going to break that to my daughter, like that's all I kept thinking about, that how I was going to let her know that, you know, we're not going on this holiday now to give her that disappointment was pretty frustrating not being able to help out around the house and and you know the weeks and months followed i realized yeah how much that came to be true to get your your mind over how to deal with them sort of obstacles it's frustrating but yeah i'm not happy about being in this situation and it's put a damper on things it's you know set me back it's it's going to cost me mentally financially physically but focus on the positives and you know how lucky 
we are to, to live where we live, do live in Lake Macquarie. And you know, personally, I'm lucky. I've got a, a really great support network. I've got family that are all very close in the Newcastle area. I've got a, a beautiful partner that, um, you know, really picked up the slack and helped out. Uh, dramatically uh, in my absence um, there's so many things that you just you don't really think of when you know, you, you have these sort of injuries uh, initially um, you just you know you're thinking in that moment you know what's this going to mean but um, it's further down the track that you realize what it does mean and how much it does affect you um, and yeah just in all aspects of your life um as I say, it's you know it's, it's an ankle injury and it will recover, uh, but it does affect you. Um, as I said, financially, physically, and mentally, you feel useless. You feel like you, you you're not doing your part as a parent or or a father, uh, a, a father or a friend or you know a son or anybody. Like my my role that I'd come to fulfil every day, you know, I, I couldn't fulfil them duties anymore, and that was um, a major thing to get over. Yeah, that all comes in time. It's an ankle injury. It's something that obviously will heal. It's um, it's a time-consuming and frustrating injury, but yeah, in the scheme of things, it's it's pretty minute to the problems that other people have in the world. Um, but yeah, you know, when your phone rings, you, no matter who's on the end, you you, you can't help them out. You, you can't visit them. You can't attend something. I was uh, meant to be my daughter's soccer coach for the year, as I was uh, 2019, and we skipped 2020 uh, due to the COVID um, pandemic. And yeah, this year I was enrolled to coach her little soccer team again this year. I couldn't fulfil that role um, due to the injury and um, I had to scramble to find someone suitable to fit that role last minute. And so that was, you know, really frustrating because... I love sport, you know, to watch my daughter play and uh, to be with her and, and her friends and stuff like that and see how they interact. And it's a special time in a kid's life and and, and to be a coach uh, of her soccer team is a special moment. you just got to keep moving forward. And, yeah, it was just, um, I suppose, they were the main aspects that sort of really bother you the most is, um, thankfully, it was my left foot and... I have an automatic car, so um, after uh, roughly about a month, I could drive the car um, and get around places, but once again on crutches. So, um, you know, it, it made things difficult uh, when, you know, there's things kids need. You need to go shopping, you need to, you know, life doesn't stop um, evolving around you and changing around you. Like, it's it's just proceeding. Just got to hold on and roll with the punches and, take it as it comes, I guess. It, um, and the other aspect is, uh, I guess, that I certainly didn't think about at the time um, and a lot of other people probably don't uh, think about when the initial injury happens is uh, the financial cost as well. Uh, although it did happen at work, it is covered by work cover. There is an impact to uh, your, your wage because it, it, it does only cover a percentage of your wage and it's on a sliding um, scale so the the longer you do have off due to the injury the less percentage of your wage you get so especially towards the end of the recovery but mortgage I've got everything that goes along with day-to-day life and car and rego and boat and things like that so you know like this you put all the financials to to consider and it's a stressful 
thing for people at the best of times. I look back at that day and I analyse it in my head so many times that, you know, what I could have done differently to not be in this situation today. You know, I, I just can't come up with a, a situation that wouldn't have would have changed anything. I'd, I'd followed everything by the book. So many, like, implications from it. They just, I just never predicted happening. You are like so many of us, you enjoy the outdoors, you're fit, you're at that stage of life where you're focused on family and making your way forward. And this simple slip that day combined with a pandemic, combined with the financial implications, combined with all of the other challenges that you have outlined so far, it seems to me like you had to confront that this life that we build for ourselves, it's kind of fragile, isn't it? Oh, it is. And and that was a, a big experience to know that it doesn't matter what sort of precautions you put in place and how cautious you are and no matter what, um, things can always happen. You, you, you know, you obviously um, want to be as safe as possible and, and cautious and, but um, at the end of the day, like I, I look back and I don't know anything that I could have done differently to, to um, for that have not have taken place that day, and um, it just showed me how things can happen and how, like you say, how fragile life is, and and you've got to appreciate what you've got when you've got it, live in that moment. A, po- a positive thing that I've been able to take away from it is, is, the change in mindset, to realise. You know what's really important, and what things should you know be prioritised over other things. And I found myself pre-injury running around all the time, and and not making enough time for the things that really matter in life. And and when the injury occurred, it, it gave me a chance to really I had no other choice but to sit back and just do a lot of thinking. And and you know it was a, it was a a really positive thing as well because as I said it just it changes your mindset to to really restart and set some new goals for yourself to focus on what's important and to to work out different plans for when I'm back on my feet and how I'm gonna get back on my feet in each aspect of my life from from where it was and how I'm gonna improve on that um so that was a you know a positive thing from that that did come from the injuries that uh it's probably the most positive thing to come from the injury is that, uh, yeah, just a, a great chance to reset and sort of start fresh and focus on goals and family and what life's really about and just a reminder not to get caught up in uh, the day-to-day hustle and bustle of life and worrying about bills and sport and everything else you know, that you, you've got to fulfil in your, your role as a parent. So it was just um, a moment to, to restart and um, refresh and start again. What did it do to your relationship with your daughter and your partner? Did they feel let down or did something different happen? I think there was initially that that moment, as I spoke about before, of uh, that breaking the news to my daughter that, you know, we, we won't be going on that holiday tomorrow and I, I can't tell you when we will be going on that holiday like she's a beautiful kid and 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 she understands and yeah but there was that moment you know where she was a bit disappointed um 
and I suppose you know as I said um, I've got a, a great uh, family around me and uh, a great support unit and I was extremely lucky with that as a lot of people uh, may not have that impacts so many aspects of your life but um, you know and, and you always have that in the back of your head that you are letting people down like you, you know there's nothing you could have done to, to change a situation and I know that the people that I care about uh, the, you know my family and my close friends and my partner and everything I know that they all know that there's this would be the only way that I wouldn't fulfill my any sort of obligation or duty or role to them you know my family uh, is everything to me and 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 they know like you know this is just one of those things that you can't help and incidents and accidents happen that's how you proceed with it clearly they stepped up and looked after you so that kind of the opposite happened didn't it yeah yeah that's right and although you feel useless and i think it's um yeah it was a really good to to see as well that how many people around you do care and will be there to help you and support you when in your time of need um and and it was you know really good to see that my friends and my work colleagues um so you know it was you know that's all really appreciative um and you appreciate that and it does make you realize you know you're lucky you're down and out at that time but you know look around you you've got all this support you've got good people around you um you know you've got a pretty good life it's a bit of a hiccup but it's um that's all it is it's a hiccup and um just focus on the positives and you know with the people around me that i i did have and yeah just made the recovery journey a lot easier um usually quite physical um and that was a a quite a mountain to climb as well to to know that i just had to you know take it very easy and relax and not do things that i would normally do um fed up with sitting around and i'd be at the back of my crutches trying to you know do some work out the back or anything and you know i'd I'd be getting in trouble off my partner or my daughter or something it it is a frustrating time but you know i I was in a a good position with good support network uh and i think there's two ways you can go on it well there's a few ways you can go on it i was i was disappointed when it happened but i I knew straight away in my head that you know this is 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 this a hiccup but you know it's frustrating it's going to change things it's going to be a big impact but it's going to it'll go back to normal it'll go things will change and things will go back and you'll yeah i'll get the opportunity to go back to where i was and 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 live the life i was living and that's where i'm starting to get back to now which is obviously great to be on the uh completion end of the journey so there's an old saying in sport that you can go out and do everything right and still lose and in a way that kind of illustrates what happened you had worked hard made a great life and whatever else a bit of bad luck a big setback but now that you are back on the pathway you're going to look at that life differently yeah that's that's right um you just want to try and keep a positive mindset and it can be hard at the times but it you focus on the things that are important and the things you you can control in that moment and yeah it um it definitely helped get me through the days and yeah there's always a light at the end of the tunnel and that's you know what i was able to focus on and yeah it made it a, a, a lot better 
experience. Jared, I know that you have spoken at some team meetings about what you have been through and it's very possible there'll be probably a younger bloke than you listening to this who might not have the lovely daughter and the supportive partner and whatever else. What have you learned through this journey that other people can take away? What message have you shared with your teams that you have learned? I think the the message that we really want to get out is um, safety is something that we possibly don't take serious enough at times like we we all think we're invisible and you know we a lot of the times you you do take precautions and things like that but you may cut corners you may do things that essentially it's it's just bringing to light uh how important it is to manage safety and hazards and risks around you in in the workplace uh, and even in your home life uh because this this incident could have happened anywhere. I could have, you know, stepped out of the shower or stepped out the back anywhere. Any sort of situation, this could have happened. Um, and 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 that's you know that I'd like people to take away from this is that things can happen, and we're not always in control of things. Um, but it is paramount to to try and put everything in place. Everybody wants to you know come to work and do the job and go home to their family, their friends, their pets whatever the situation we don't come to work to to be injured or for anything like that to happen you just you know you just want people to 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 go home safely every day and and you want people to think about how easily things can happen and to try and minimize every risk possible so um there are a, a lot of younger employees at the council and and there's a lot of older employees as well um so I think the message is to everybody that safety is a uh, uh, is paramount. It's uh, you know we all, we all want to do a good job and we want to you know get get it done as as effectively and as possible. But um, that safety aspect always has to be paramount, and because that's the most important thing. You know, at the end of the day, like the job can get done tomorrow, but if you hurt yourself or or worse, um, you know there is no tomorrow. And maybe also don't wait till you've got an injury to look around you and appreciate all the good things you've got. Absolutely. Um, I remember that ad we used to see on TV all the time and they'd really drum it into you and um, and what's it going to take uh, to get you to look up and it was uh, regarding power lines and how often people come into contact with them and it's, it's not just power lines, it's not just underground services, it's any, anything that can cause risk or harm and... And sometimes we can't even see the danger. So it is, you know, paramount that we do always try and be as safe as possible and follow all risks and proce- uh, policies and procedures, you know, to minimise any risks and and count your blessings. Yeah, exactly. You just you never know what's around the corner. Some things you can control, some you you can't. That's that's how you handle things. And yeah, you you really do just need to count your blessings and just remember that um, not everything. You can't plan everything and not everything can go to plan and stick to a plan. It's, you know, things change and you, it's just trying to, to adapt to them changes um, and to implement different strategies in how to manage uh, the different tasks that you now face with. So when's that holiday happening? Uh, I'm not sure at this stage. Um, he's in Queensland, so it just depends on 
border restrictions at the moment, but um, hopefully before Christmas, it'll be lovely. It's going to be well worth the wait when you finally get reunited. Uh, well, and, and hopefully it will be before Christmas. Um, be some nice weather up there and uh, a chance to, to catch up um, for not only myself, but my daughter. And yeah, no, it'll be yeah, well-deserved, I think, and um, yeah, definitely looking forward to it. Test that ankle out with a bit of beach footy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jared, thank you so much. It's a really important message that you've shared that – Every day we go and we do the same thing over and over and it's impossible to imagine how it could shunt us sideways in the way it did you. You're just about to your happily ever after, but we really appreciate that you have shared the challenges along the way. Thanks for being with us on the Lake Mac Way. No, thank you. Cheers, Aaron. Way is produced by Lake Macquarie City Council in partnership with Axe Media International.